0: Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom with the Holland Sentinel. I'm reporter Arpan Lobo. Today, I'm joined by our business and planning reporter, Kate Carlson, and our city council reporter, Carolyn Meiskins. And today, we're going to discuss everything going on with the Holland mayoral election, particularly the Holland Mayor forum that took place on Monday. Uh, I was there. I was covering, covering it for us. Kate, you live-tweeted the entire thing. Carolyn, you were stuck in Park Township, busy with the uh, air park uh, meeting, but you are plugged into Old things City Council. So uh, I guess what we're talking about today is just how, how did we react to this uh, event and what were some of our main takeaways? So, Kate, I guess I'll start with you. What was kind of your main takeaway with the evening and how kind of how things went?
1: Um, it's just kind of interesting because... I feel like in general, uh, the two candidates. By the way, obviously the current mayor, uh, Nancy DeBoer, is she's running again for her same seat in the November fifth, yeah, November fifth election, and the only other person running against her is Nathan Box, who is a local attorney in the area, um, and I feel like a lot of positions they have sort of are, are sort of similar, but yeah, just like there's obviously a few. Things like um, LGBTQ rights was a big one where they, they differed a lot. Nathan Box is always quick to bring up inclusivity, where the mayor is a little more um, not as direct about it sometimes when she's answering questions about that. Um, I feel like those are the two main takeaways I had from the questions, where they differed the most on things, at least. I don't know. What was your reaction of actually being in the room Arpan
0: well being in the room i think that there was a lot of i think good discussion that was that was had uh between the two of them it wasn't so much a debate um so we can't say that there was a winner or loser It was a forum for voters to kind of get their uh information just in in, in person before they vote um my kind of big takeaway was that i i think that each each candidate was trying to position themselves in a spot where they kind of resonate with the values uh, of Holland, both traditionally and both in an evolving sense. I know that uh, Nathan Box, um, particularly with LGBTQ uh, protections and issues like that, was very adamant that the Mm -hmm. city and the mayor's office could do better um, whereas Mayor De Boer was kind of a bit more reserved of that. She said, of course, in Holland, everybody needs to be treated with dignity and respect. But she said sexual preference and orientation w- was the business of the individual. And so that was kind of the largest mm-hmm. uh, difference to me. Um, kind of contradictory
1: a few times, I feel like, during that answer. She wanted to say she was, like, inclusive of everyone's beliefs and then kind of went against that, too, kind of later in her answer to that question, I feel like. At least from... That was kind of my takeaway. I it, don't
0: know. It, it wasn't always... Um, sometimes I thought Mayor DeBoer was, was... I don't want to say she was on the defensive, but these questions, which were uh, given by Penny Schuff from the League of Women Voters, and they were submitted online by... Holland residents, uh, so they w- they were relevant to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolyn, I want to bring you in here. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you you weren't at this event um, because of other other circumstances, but some of the issues that came up: affordable housing, LGBT issues, the way Holland as a city develops its its properties. Have these things been coming up in city council meetings at all?
2: Well, I think the LGBT issue is probably. I think that question coming up. I mean, obviously, it's a relevant question for Holland as a as society, but specifically with the mayor's race, there was a vote several years ago. I can't tell you what year, where there was a ordinance for LGBT protections um, specifically, and Mayor DeBoer. I think she was, was she, she was a one city of council woman at that time.
1: I or? think she was. Uh, just on yet. the council and not mayor yet, but yeah. she
2: voted against that, um, and so that is why that has come up as a, a relevant issue. I think people are reacting to that vote. Um, I think that's good to to note
1: to clarify yeah. that like it makes it more relevant now too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so with with affordable housing, um, that's been I would say that's been one of the city council's biggest focuses in the last, you know, year or so. It's something that's constantly talked about at city council. There are a lot of things that are in the works, and I think it's difficult to say how much the city is actually doing about affordable housing because there's a policy that's in the works, but it's not ready to be approved by city council yet Mm -hmm. about affordable housing. Um... They did just approve the sale of the woods, which is going to be, if it gets approved by the planning commission and everything works out, should be an affordable housing development. Um, and the mayor voted for that. I'm trying to think what were the other issues that you.
0: Well, well, I, I'll I'll go, I'll go back to um, the the LGBTQ uh, rights to mm-hmm. start. Um, the question specifically, if I'm remembering correctly, was if that came up again, would you vote yes today um, relating to Elliot Larson, which at the state level has been um, expanded to include more protections for LGBTQ individuals? Um, at the city level, um, Nathan Box said if he was the first thing he said, if he was elected mayor, he was a resounding yes. And um, with Meredith she kind of backtracked—not backtracked a little. She she didn't um, answer either way with as much um, kind of directness as Box. But what she did say, uh, if I'm looking at my notes, she she talked about every single person being created by God, making that making them intrinsic, intrinsically valuable because of that. Those are her words. Um, so I think with um, re- re- regards to that, it was her her answer was kind of more not. Definitive. Um, So she didn't.
1: She didn't answer. answer, No. Yeah. No.
0: It was. It was something that she kind of skirted around. Going back to affordable housing, they both did have. While they did kind of differ in their um, complete answers, there was one aspect that they both uh, both mentioned. It it was that affordable housing, at the end of the day, uh, they both said it comes down to the developers and what they Mm -hmm. choose to do on their property. So it wasn't something that either of them definitively um, took on. I know Nathan Box mentioned that changing uh, parts of the transportation system in and around Holland would be a system uh, toward affordable housing and toward attracting more talent to the area.
2: I wonder if he was talking at all about the West Michigan Express in that.
1: He didn't bring that up explicitly, but yeah, that's probably might be something that he would be you know willing to look into since he brought up transportation related to affordable housing other than that i feel like their answers were sort of similar to the affordable housing question honestly
0: on a lot of topics they they were pretty similar i think yeah. th- this is obviously a nonpartisan partisan race so it's not as right. if we have clashing heads or anything like that and typically in, in holland in the city proper whoever's going to win a mayor election has to reflect the values of the community um, and so I think both of them were trying to and, and pers- not just trying to uh, sculpt their answers that way, but also they are that way themselves. Um, they've both lived in the community for years now, so it's not as if they're mm-hmm. um, new newer to the community. So
2: I wanted to ask you, Arpan, what was like the room reaction as yeah, did anyone react to any particular answers? Could you tell if there were more? Uh, supporters of the mayor or more supporters
0: of Nathan Box you know um, I sat right in the front row with our digital director Brian at a small press table we were live streaming everybody else in the front row was wearing a bright orange t-shirt and I believe that is the color of the box campaign uh, yes, um, um, the room was totally filled up I, I would say in the earlier parts of the event during the forum, There wasn't a lot of reaction one way or another um one of the forum rules uh was that the uh, crowd had to be respectful at all times which they were to their credit um toward the end when questions started getting a little less specific with policy and more towards kind of value items i think there were more reactions i know one of the questions uh was related to the old saying that in holland if you're not or if you ain't dutch you ain't much and uh both of the candidates kind of shied away from that. Um, Box, I, I think, Kate, you, you were tweeting this out, but Box kind of went to, oh, I used to think that was funny, but not anymore. And, and uh, mm-hmm. Mayor DeBoer kind of said she was never a part of that.
1: I've never heard that expression before. As someone who is like not from the area, I don't know if you guys have ever heard
2: You know, I, that. as someone who is Dutch and is yeah. from the area, <laughs> yes, that's a saying that most people use sarcastically and jokingly okay but yes it's it's definitely a saying that you would have heard of if you grew up in this area
1: okay that's what i assumed. but i was like oh i've never heard this before so
0: one other topic that the three of us have been kind of working on as it relates to the entire state and region is uh recreational medical marijuana now both both of the candidates uh had a resounding no when it came to would you like to see this in Holland? Both of them are very, very easily just said no and they gave their reasons why. Um Kate, could you could you kinda just go back and what were what were kind of uh Box and Mayor DeBoer's reasoning for not wanting to see um pot in, in Holland?
1: Yeah, so like you said, um when asked about recreational marijuana, they both kind of right away were firmly answering no, and then went into their went into their reasoning a little further for the audience uh, box, kind of pointed out as a lawyer some of the legal gray areas he saw with it that um, could make it harder for, like, law enforcement, banking practices, and he also just pointed out, like, if he was walking around the city, um, he wouldn't want to smell it at establishments right. like kind of just really uh rational way of I, I don't know rational wasn't the right word but just kind of typical yeah just kind of saying how it might affect people's everyday lives um mayor de boer uh went into this ante- anecdote about how if i don't know
0: it was it was a long one she has a friend from colorado
1: yes yeah she was kind of and- comparing it with She said her friend's experience after they legalized recreational weed in Colorado. You're right. And she was saying that kids could accidentally eat edibles that were infused with weed. And at one point, she seemed to suggest that it could cause people to jump off balconies, which was a little confusing um
0: now that did draw a reaction for the crowd there yeah. were some laughs in there but
1: yeah it was a little confusing i must admit
0: yeah um i, I think that just kind of says marijuana is in mayor forte and that's okay holland in, in 2018 voted against uh the proposal yeah to did. uh pass uh to regulate marijuana like alcohol so it's not as if the city is clamoring for it in any way anyways um I believe there was also at one point she she kind of spoke about um, how the areas where marijuana is kind of like uh, maybe not produced, but she she at one point alluded to houses exploding. Um, that I did not understand. I think I think and uh, I think Kristen Lira on Twitter pointed this out, but she might have been conflating it with uh, meth. So that that I, I haven't heard any stories about that, but. Maybe she was citing public safety concerns in general about it. So, we are about a little over a month away from an election. Um, and, Carolyn, you're going to City Council tonight. It's uh, Wednesday when we're recording this. But ha- have you seen, um, maybe as, as the election draws closer, have you seen any change or do you expect any change in kind of the way the council runs? Um, if we already know that uh, Councilman Wayne uh, uh will be outgoing. Um, so... Ha- has has there been any change kind of just with the election going up or has it been business as usual
2: um i wouldn't say there's i wouldn't say there's going to be major changes in how city council is operating um i will say i think uh, councilman Wayne clomperen did actually a, a couple weeks ago um, he brought up this kind of last ditch effort on his part as an outgoing councilman to create um, a specific affordable housing policy for the city council. Now that it didn't get a lot of support from the rest of city council, um, mostly because they said that it was out of the blue and they weren't expecting him to propose this and they didn't have time to, you know, think about it, review it, talk about it. But, yeah, so it's possible we could see some more of that from our outgoing council members. Brian Lynn is not running for re-election, um, and Wayne Klomperin's, um, we'll see if they try to, you know, do anything in their last month as council members. Um, the agenda tonight is pretty light, so I'm not expecting a, a big story to come out of that, but kind of... Transitioning a little bit here I did want to ask Kate About um, The the partisan things That have been seeping into this Non-partisan race um, If you wanted to talk a little bit About
1: Yeah, so I just wrote that. a story I think it was yesterday on Tuesday About some automated um, Robocalls that some Holland residents are getting um, And they're getting these automated Surveys, either I think by phone on their usually their landline, it sounds like, or via text message. Um, so it kind of, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten one of these. I think it happened to me like only one time when I was younger. I got in like a political automated survey like this, but it kind of prompts you, asks you if you're a registered voter, who you're supporting, and this one was uh, focusing just on the Holland mayoral election. And uh, the I only I talked to two people who received it. They're both Box supporters, so they indicated that on the automated survey, and it kind of uh, it pointed out that, uh, an old blog post that Nathan Box wrote right after the 2016 presidential election, where he was uh, talking a little more about his personal politics, and it kind of cherry picked some quotes from that long longer-form essay that he wrote at that time uh, called him a socialist Uh, it made it seem like he was trying to hide some of his personal politics which um, a lot of people have different opinions on Uh, so yeah it was kind of set up against Nathan box most people seem to think which I think is a fair assessment and the phone number is tied back to a Lansing law office of, um, of a big Republican in the state, too. So I don't know. It was definitely interesting. I talked to both the mayor and Nathan about it when I wrote the story. Nancy said that she had not heard about it, um, and Nathan said he had heard about it from at least a dozen people. Uh, when I talked to him yesterday. And he said he had seen a lot of people post on Facebook about it, too. So, yeah, that was just... It's another interesting piece as we're getting uh, pretty close to the election here that I would not expect in an election this small is kind of the most striking thing to me. I don't Uh, know.
2: Have either of the candidates talked at all about their personal
1: political views? So, I was wondering... I don't know. Mayor Nancy DeBoer has personally said on her Facebook when she was asked directly if she's a Democrat or a Republican, uh, what her political views are, and she pointed out that it's not a partisan position that she holds, which is true, um, but she did say that her personal politics are more conservative, uh, definitely on the more conservative side is what she said on her public Facebook, uh, which I think most people can kind of gather from her votes and everything. Nathan Box is definitely considered more liberal, uh, probably mainly on his, you know, outright support of LGBTQ rights, that kind of thing. Um, So, yeah, I guess from my I don't know if you guys have any opinions on this, but um, obviously he he did kind of lay it out in his blog post to where he is with his personal politics. So just another interesting piece to the race.
0: Well, I guess I guess there's there's one thing that we should hit on before we head out. Um the Holland Civic Center. Both um uh I believe Nathan Box is the uh chair of the board. Um, yeah. And the yeah. mayor DeBoer is on the board or is she uh I present think, at board meetings?
1: I think she's the city uh the liaison on on the board, I believe. Um but I think she still has, like, a vote and everything. I'm not positive. Um, she was gone the last meeting before they voted on something, so I'm honestly not positive on that. But, yes, she is on the board and, you know, participates in discussions, that kind of thing. Oh,
0: okay.
2: and she was pretty um, – she was very involved in – the Civic Center project, yes, as it was going through
1: the renovations and everything, right? Her and Nathan were both definitely leaders in okay. uh, that whole large renovation process.
0: Now, I, Kate, I believe you wrote the story uh, a week or so ago about the Civic Center being ninety-five thousand dollars short mm-hmm. of its uh, revenue expectations at the end of the fiscal year, and that question came up at the forum. Um, and I, Box uh, he said that by telling VenueWorks, no, we're not going to subsidize you again, as the city has done in the past. It was a sign of strength from the city to try and get m- the management uh, system more um, in place. There was also uh, a question about the events, the type of events that take place at the Civic Center. Um, over the summer, there was a, uh, a Grand Rapids Drag Brunch event that took place at the Civic Center was wildly popular. I believe it mm-hmm. sold out. Um, uh, Box told everybody at the forum that he attended that. And um, Kate, I believe you also wrote that Mayor DeBoer on a radio show um, said that it was not, she personally would not buy a ticket. Um, that came up, but going back to the whole Civic Center and its financial troubles, I think that it's it will be something that uh, voters kind of keep in mind during the uh election next month. Did you yeah. have any thoughts about what, what was kind of said at the forum from either candidate?
1: You mean in terms of like the funding of the Civic Center venue?
0: We'll we'll start with the funding and I then I forgot we can, the
1: exact question to be honest that they were asked.
0: I think the, the they were asked about the uh, shortfall okay. in, in revenue and um, this is, you know, it's something I talked to Nathan Box after The event, And he told me that, yeah, it might be a slow start, but he said by 2020, 2021, 2022, they'll get more events in there that they Mm
1: -hmm. maybe don't
0: expect to turn a profit, but they expect things to be more efficient in in their finances.
1: I hope that um, we'll learn a little more about some of that whole process as we report on the issue more. Um, Because right now, uh, we kind of just know about the shortfall that they brought up at the forum without knowing too much more. Uh, So I'll be interested to see how that kind of plays out. But I guess having that much of a a shortfall in funding, I don't know, Nathan Box and Mayor Bower were kind of pointing at venue works, but I feel like it also kind of lies within the civic center um, leadership and the city as well for choosing them in the first place. So I don't know. It's just interesting because they both candidates kind of have a similar role in that. So it's, I don't know. They're kind of, it seems like they're kind of on the same page with that issue. I,
0: I, I think so, too. Now, now Carolyn, I'll bring you in on this. Uh, Mayor DeBoer talked about um, the sort of events that are going on there, and a board member at the previous uh, Civic Center board meeting kind of mentioned that maybe the board uh, should have more control or more more say in what kind of events go on there. Both of the candidates said, no, That's the city isn't the one that gets to choose, Um, So I wanted to ask you, um, has there been kind of any uh, discussion of the events at City Council meeting, or is that something that sticks mainly to the board of the Civic Center itself?
2: Yeah, no, um, the Civic Center has not been discussed recently at City Council at all. Um, We are expecting the funding to come up soon. Um, I think they're going to have... civic center representatives come to a city council meeting to talk about it in the near future. Um, But we haven't really heard anything about a policy related to what types of events Mm could come up. There hasn't been any discussion of that.
1: It's interesting because they do have a policy in place for their booking right now um, that leaves it pretty broad. And I think that's supposed to be intentional. So it would be interesting if they change that at all and they did have that discussion at a civic center board meeting that i was at and someone proposed possibly looking at changing it or starting a subcommittee to look at it further but they kind of landed on we should just probably keep it as it is for now so
2: that policy right now specifically says that they want to bring diverse events right Right. yeah yeah so it's
0: interesting well i will be interested to see um what kind of happens as we as we learn more about the, the Civic Center's uh, operating state, just kind of the different types of events that go on there mm-hmm. and what the city is doing to kind of uh, manage that system. Well, before we go, did uh, either of you have anything else maybe that you thought was pertinent from the forum or pertinent that's going on leading up to the election that you think should be mentioned?
1: Um, just that voters should keep their eye on the mayoral candidates and inform themselves on their different positions, but also um, the at-large candidate too. I don't know, uh, Had did you recently talk to them, Carolyn, or?
2: I haven't, Okay, uh, I haven't talked to either of them recently. I know that there is gonna be a forum for the at-large okay. city council candidates. That's gonna be at the end of October, so uh, look out for that, we should, Once we know details of exactly when that's going to be and what time, we will be putting that out there for the public to be aware of. And I definitely encourage people to come out to that and get to know those candidates as well.
0: All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Once again, this has been From the Newsroom with the Holland Sentinel. For Kate Carlson and Carolyn Meiskins, I'm Arpan Lobo. We'll see you next time.